0: Yo, War Report family, an emergency meeting here. We are going live, reacting to the news. Mike Bobo is out as the offensive coordinator for Auburn University after one season on the Plains. I'm here with my man, C-Dub, B-Will, here reacting live to the news with you all Um Listen, man, let's talk about it. What are we feeling about this news right here? I know me and b will chopped it up a little bit. See, I'll let you start off with kind of how what your initial reactions are. Whoa. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we going to do this shirt giveaway? Why not? Okay. Hashtag get your weight up in the comments. We are giving away a He Gone t-shirt tonight. <laughs>
1: We're giving him away a he gone T-shirt. Hashtag get your weight up in the comments. That shirt means oh, so man. much more now. Oh man, that is so funny to be. I'm sorry That's for the pain. This, this shirt means so much more now. Oh <laughs> man, um,
0: man. this is I'm sorry, Look, Mike Bobo, if you happen to see this, this is not. It, it we had this shirt before you left, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, it it meant something totally different. <laughs> oh um, but hashtag get your weight up in the comments we will give that away here
1: in just a minute already 15 entries all right see go for it shocked uh you had yeah. to call me and tell me because i was in the in the process of getting my weight up literally because i was about to work out mm-hmm. um we felt like some changes had to be made man we definitely felt like it since the first half Of or since the since the first half of the Ole Miss game, Auburn scored a total of fifteen points in all second halves for the remainder of the year. That's enough time to get to to figure it out, as far as I'm concerned. And Harson understands; he understands the situation. This these moves he's been making uh, with the wide receivers coach early in the season, and now it tells me how serious he is about being successful. He understands that this is his shot, Mm -hmm. and he wants to make good on his shot, and he's not going to let anybody stand in the way of that, which I can definitely respect. I can definitely respect him uh, making that change, and so I'm curious to see where he goes from here. I I am curious about the fallout from this, Mm -hmm. so I am a little mixed on this. I understand that... I understand that we needed to make some changes from an OC standpoint, but how does this impact recruiting with signing day two, two weeks out? How does that impact our O-line coach? Because it seemed to me, my understanding is that Will Friend and Bobo are joined at the hip. So yeah. if you fired Bobo, what does this mean for Friend who, well, we know is a really good recruiter on the O-line. So I don't know where we go from here. It's, it's I'm curious to see. Um, I'll be surprised if we do hang on to his son. I see some people in the chat saying his son is gone. Um, I'm just curious to see what was the fallout from from this in terms of recruits as well as staff. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Drew Bobo did say that he's
0: he wasn't sure if his dad would even still be here. This was a while. This is before he got fired or got let go or resigned, whatever the the official word is on. Why he's no longer going to be here and that he was committing to Auburn not necessarily to play under his dad. Yeah. Um, so apparently Drew understood that there was a possibility his dad might not even be here past this season anyway or might not be here to you know by the time he was ready to start playing his dad may not be here. So I don't know that this necessarily means that he's gone as well. Um, but it is a possibility. B Will, I'm gonna let well let me just grab this soup. Well, let me a couple of things here. Yeah. We got a, a a new member joined. Appreciate welcome, you very much for jumping in here. Do. Stuart Donald, uh, always good to see you in the chat. Chance we make a run at Mullen. I'll let B Will react to this and then he'll get in here on potential who's next.
2: All right, so listen. Um I'm I'm with C in that this tells us a lot about who Harson is. Now we don't we have not asked Harson. We have not had a chance to talk to him and ask him, hey, why did you get the guys that you got when you built your staff? Was it for this reason? Was it for recruiting in the area? Was it for because you really meshed with their idea and their concepts as far as how they wanted to run offense with what you thought? We can put some assumptions together as far as why we got Mike Bobo. Part of that may have been his connection with Will Friend. Um, If Will Friend had good rapport, if he was known as a good offensive line coach, then you get the guy that he wants to be with because he had just gone to South Carolina to to coach under Bobo. Mm-hmm. And then Bobo came here, so Will Friend came here. It was a good deal for us. Our offensive line did get better this year. Maybe not the drastic improvement that we saw from, say, Shedrick or still very good improvement from Bo. Even though he wasn't perfect, he still improved considerably. So yeah. we yeah. have to wonder, with him being out, is it Harson saying, you know what? I don't care who you brought here. I don't care that your kid is coming here. You blew games for us. I never saw Harson on the sideline yelling into the headset saying, no, run this, run this, run this. Gus was always busy telling micromanaging, which was reported mm-hmm. and assumed, but I think that kind of bore itself out by how the plays always ended up getting called. Harson did not seem to do that. He never got high or low on the sideline, maybe a mean mug at a really bad call, but he seemed to let the coaches do their jobs. He saw what the end result was, and then he said, no, that's not good enough. I like that he is taking control and asserting his vision for the program, right. which includes coaches. Nobody's immune. If he's going to ride, and if he's going to live and die with, with the results that come from coaching at Auburn, he's going to do it his way. Yep. That is admirable. That is necessary, I think, for this job because this job comes with not only pressure from the, the fan base and and the entire Auburn family all over the country, also from higher up coming down, there's more pressure than there is at other programs. You've yeah. got to have the go nas to do what you want to do and live or die by it. So for that reason alone, I am happy to see this. Yep. I am disappointed. Yeah. I can't say disappointed. I have no idea what this means for recruiting. All right? Uh, Mike, Mike, uh, Riley Tucker. I want to make sure yeah. I'm saying his name right. Mike, Riley he, Tucker. He, uh, tweeted out after the news, like kind of a, a frowny face with a tear on. I'm like, man, so you like Bobo, huh? Hey, I, I don't Duke know.
1: Dude well, could recruit.
2: I mean, could recruit. So, so he, here's the thing. With a new OC means
0: that the new offensive coordinator gets to pick the entirety of the offensive staff, right? Like it's not just one guy is out. Right. Like whoever this next person is, that means we don't know if Cadillac is coming back. We don't know that Keysaw is coming back. Like, you don't know who's coming back depending upon who this hire is. Like, because that person can be like, well, I've already got my running backs coach that I want to bring in.
1: We have no That's idea true.
0: who's coming back.
1: That's right. Unless, unless. They promote somebody they get, who's already there. You there you go. There right, you right,
0: go. Right. So we've there got a go. couple of reports out here. You know, uh, Bodie Reader, who was brought on as a you know uh, the quarterbacks coach slash analyst, is already on the staff. You know, Kesaw is currently on the staff. If either of those guys is getting a look as the new offensive coordinator, then we could retain a lot of people and then just repl- backfill whoever they elevated from. If it's the analyst, right, Bodie Reader, who's a former offensive coordinator, then they just need to get another analyst. That's not as big a deal. Right. But if it is, you know, a Kendall Briles or a Dan Mullen that could be a completely new staff overhaul that we're talking about. And then what's the backlash? Like you said, what's the fallout of what happens with recruiting there? Right. What recruits who are already committed to Auburn say, hey, my guy's not on that staff anymore. I'm not going there anymore. The main person who recruited me is no longer there. Right. Or people who are currently on the team who liked the direction. I don't know why you liked the direction the offense was going. um, Decide they don't want to be here any longer. Like if it is a... Dan Mullen gets hired. He gets rid of Cadillac. Does Tank say, "Hey, listen, Caddy was my guy. I'm out of here." Right? Yep. Tank was already reportedly. Well, fans speculate Tank was not happy based upon what happened in the South
2: Carolina game. Right? And this so, may we... be. This may be a fix for some of those gripes from Tank, mm-hmm. from a lot of the fan base. From, hey, man, look, this guy's calling from passes. F- from f- yeah, and yeah. and I'm that dude, and I've been eating the whole game. What's going on? Mm -hmm. i handle it calm down bobo you out of here this shake
1: this shakes up a lot of our current players future as well um players who were wondering am i fit for this offense am i fit for what they're trying to do moving forward if you had a foot out the door or was considering this kind of this should change that this should make you hit the pause button see what has harson got up his sleeve what's about to happen
0: so. yeah absolutely Jamie. uh appreciate you coming on board as a member of the war Report um Lawrence. I don't think Chad Morris has a shot at this, but I <laughs> understand your frustration there. Our guy Jazzy Joe jumps in here me for the o c that's right <laughs> uh man, uh no, I'm not ready for this headache whatsoever i could I would be a terrible offensive coordinator, but you could put me on as an analyst now. listen, I'll go in here and analyze your film and tell you what the weaknesses are I, I could do that all day.
1: hey. Uh, Brian that's Heisen. actually that's actually a good fit for you. I, I like yeah. I like analysts, and then you come back and give us the scoop. You know what I'm saying? Give us. Yeah, the yeah, I got y'all. I got on. y'all.
0: Uh, uh, Bryson Bridges says it ain't even gotta be Ike. Let the minds of the war report come together to make
2: a super OC. <laughs> oh, like Vol- like Voltron. The only <laughs> yeah. thing that I would be responsible for is saying when to sit the quarterback. Hey.
0: No. Let's let's jump in here and get a couple more fan reactions. Uh, There's a lot of this coming in here. Um, Yeah, we we a lot of you all were on top of this. I'm surprised Kenneth wasn't the first person to jump in here and say I never liked him in the first place. (laughs) For real. As we already said, if you are late to the stream, get your weight up in the comments. Yes, we did limit it to just members. I'm sorry. Special stuff like this. We got to make sure the people who are paying money get special attention. So I apologize if you're watching this and you're not a member. If you are not a member, though, you could definitely remedy that. Listen, supporter level, insider level, doesn't matter. $3.99 or $5.99, you can come on board as a member of The War Report. You get to jump on live streams like this. Even during, you know, the season's over with, we've only got a bowl game left, but there's still news breaking, and when it happens, we're going to be here to help you guys talk about it. If you want to become a member of the War Report, hit that join button. If you're on an iPhone, then you have to do that from your browser in desktop mode or go to a laptop. Uh, Sorry, iPhone doesn't let you do it directly from the app. At any rate, we are here reacting to the news. Mike Bobo out as offensive coordinator, seeing what the shakeout is going to be in regards to that. Um, got a thought here from Doug Easton, who says, what about Jeff Lebby from Ole Miss? If we could get him, uh, the Ole Miss offense definitely is prolific. The question is how much of that is due to the head coach and how much of that is due to the OC? Uh, right, right. I don't know the answer to that question. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of Bodie readers, a lot of key saws in here. Um, and that you know, makes the questions. You know, the question is sense. though, still like how much of is is Harson's hire going – is he going to hire the new guy and say, listen, you've, we've already got the – if you're willing to accept my guy, Keesaw, my guy, Reader, my guy, Caddy, my guy, whoever he puts on his you can't fire list, then you can be the next OC. But that's a stipulation of me hiring you as the offensive coordinator. Then, you know, that's interesting. Um, but do you somebody th- says do Brian you think- Kelly at LSU. Brian Kelly yeah. to LSU. What? Did that just happen? Interesting. Think, that happened yeah, like I, I saw uh, Yeah. What? <laughs> I know. I've been, I've been yeah. out. Looped. Be on Twitter, man. Twitter, Twitter gets it first. Like, so Brian Kelly, the Notre Dame Brian Kelly,
2: is now yeah. at LSU. Yes. Yeah. About, he could potentially get picked to go to a playoff. Potentially. That's possible in the next seven days. But he has signed on to be the head coach at LSU. I don't know what else you can get if you're at Notre Dame's head coach. You're in the playoff every other year. Well, you do you you're man. not
0: but listen, the thing about it is you can't lose a game at Notre Dame and still make it to the playoff as easily as you could lose a game in the SEC and still
2: make it to the playoff. But That's you also thing. won't have to play an SEC championship game in Notre That's Dame.
0: That's true. I mean, and you don't have the gauntlet right. of having to run through the SEC right. West. He right. he should have taken a job, he should have taken the Florida job, you know, or some something the like USC job the, or yeah. somewhere.
1: But uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. That's we're gonna pro- find out. We're gonna find out how good of a coach he
0: really is, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree with this. Mason might have saved his job Saturday. Because if, if people think... were on the chopping block, listen, <sighs> man, if people are on the chopping block and he's like, I'm just gonna ride with my guys, the defensive effort they put up Saturday might have just moved his name out of consideration from that. It's a lot right. harder to fire. it's a lot harder to fire Derrick Mason today than it, it was last Friday. But
2: all things considered. There and we not, about not in this my team. mind, right? And I, and I get that. But for anybody who was still calling for Mason's job before Bama, I still have to say the offense failed the team much more than the defense failed. The I agree. Team. I agree with you. I don't know where that drama was coming. You got. From.
1: A, you have a whole. You you have. You basically have two halves out of this whole season where the defense just
2: disappeared. First right. Half yeah. Georgia State. Second half. Mississippi State. That's it. Every other game, the defense kept it within reach.
1: Yeah. So I, and I don't that's, know why that that's, that's... I mean, to me, that's pretty much... If you're not Georgia or some of these other types, I mean, that's pretty acceptable as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, I, I think I think he, I think think he he's good. I think yeah. he's good. Uh, another new member on board. Uh, ex, uh, thank you so
0: much for coming Expert on. Expert X. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Bert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is more so uh, Mike, Mike G's boy than it is B. Will's yeah. boy.
2: Mike yeah. does not like Brian Kelly he at all. Uh, Mike, so Mike yeah, having Mike been G. a film Mike doesn't guy- doesn't like a lot of people. Or college. Uh, yeah, he was a film guy really in college, and, like and then Brian, Brian Kelly. Uh, Kelly put the guy up in the tower to do the film during a, a windstorm or whatever it was and got the guy killed. So he really, really, really does not like Brian Kelly. And I understand that. I mean, that's that could have been him if Brian Kelly was his coach. My my G might be dead. So yeah, I understand. I understand. I
0: Anthony Grant
2: says he heard that Urban Meyer called Notre Dame his dream job before. Oh, absolutely. He's going. That that's that makes more sense than him to USC. He would only go somewhere where he could have the bed already made, plenty of boosters, big money, big support, traditional football power. Notre Dame mm-hmm. fits that bill. USC did too, but. Lincoln Riley to USC, I'm not going to lie, that makes a lot of sense. He looks like a California guy a lot more than Urban Meyer does. So, yeah, I think Notre Dame actually fits for Urban. Because he so,
1: definitely ain't
0: going to last at Jacksonville. Go ahead, Ike. Let's let's pivot the conversation just a tad bit. Same kind of uh, general area, but let's talk about the other news that's been ruminating out here. You in mean this to- question? Yes. hmm This is the question of the day that prior to this, this was the thing that was cycling through the Auburn uh, Twitter sphere and social media platforms is does Bo Nix return to Auburn? So there are so, you know, people were saying, oh, this is a crazy question. Why would you say we heard? Let's be clear. I, I told you guys I don't major in rumors. Right. But now that Bo has said it out of his own mouth on two occasions that he's not sure what he will do next year. Let me just say, I have had sources for weeks telling me that the Knicks family was contemplating Bo not coming back to Auburn next year. And that's not just I'm going to go to the NFL draft. They were contemplating the prospects of Bo Knicks transferring from Auburn University. He was already going to be graduating this year as a junior so he was just going to be a grad transfer for someone else. He, fin- he In his mind, his his duty to Auburn was done. He got his Auburn degree, so he's an Auburn man for life, and he was going to go finish his playing career, whether it was going to the NFL if he hadn't gotten hurt and he could finish out strong, or transferring to another school that he felt like was going to get him prepared to go to the NFL. That was a prospect prior to him getting hurt, prior to all of this stuff happening with the offensive coordinator. I don't know how much this changes his mind with having a new OC in here, right? Same. Like, I don't know if this makes him say, okay, well, maybe I'll give it another shot. But um, what I do know is that this has been on the table for a minute. So let's get you guys' thoughts and reactions to the idea that Bo Nix may not be returning to the planes.
2: You go, B. Okay, so look... <laughs> We've watched film on every game that Bo has played this year. He does not have the resume on tape to go to the NFL. He did not have the resume on tape to go to the NFL if he was healthy. With the bad games that he he has played are very bad. One of them came in the month of November against a quality defense on the road. If you're an NFL scout, dude, that's half your games. It's not like in college where you can play four games and maybe two of them are going to be against really good defenses. The NFL is just another monster. I don't think scouts are going to see his performance at a and the meltdown and fumbling the ball without, without anybody touching you. He's done some good things on tape. He has progressed. And I, I'm not sure if that's Bobo or Harson responsible for that. Bo Nix got better. He did not become an NFL caliber quarterback. Over the course of the 2021 season, that's first. Second thing is, he's hurt. He is injured. Now, maybe you say, oh, well, you know, somebody could pick up a quarterback in the sixth round and make him a project and sit him. It's like, sure, that's possible. But there are already plenty of guys that are going to do that. Do you think Bo Nix and the Nix family want him to just go and get that guaranteed $500,000 to sit for a year? What you need to go to the NFL and Jairus McIntyre, who has um, come on, build a rapport with us, he's tweeted this out because we follow him because he's a he's a friend of the show. You need to get on tape. You need to play. If you have to take a step down to play, you go down, you get on tape, and you have film to show. Well, NFL That's scout. what Malik Willis did. Malik Willis. Yeah. Now, he could have rolled it out and let Bo ride in front of him, and every scout would have said, ah, uh, maybe. He would have maybe gone to the combine and show, well... But it doesn't matter that the, that the competition is lower. Everybody around him is on par with everybody that he's playing and he's standing out. And that has done wonders. He's projected as a top 10 quarterback, excuse me, a top 10 player as a, one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the yep. draft. You got to get on tape. So that's why Bo going to the NFL doesn't make any sense. Now, he left it wide open. He didn't say, I'm going to transfer. He said, I'm exploring all options. Mm-hmm. The only option for Bo would be to go somewhere and play in college. There, That's it. It's got to be. Now, does getting rid of Bobo satisfy Bo Nixon family? I have no I don't idea.
0: Yeah, I had not know idea. what all
2: the reasonings were. The
0: only thing that I heard is they were tired of him getting all the criticism and they felt like the backlash was because he was a, a Knicks, right? Like they're like, well, he's not going to be able to get a fair shake because he's a Knicks at Auburn. Which is insane because you
1: got the shot from from the
0: fans. The fan base were always just going to be like the only reason he's continuing to play is because his last name is Nick. So it's like if we remove that as a stipulation and he goes somewhere and he wins it on his own merit, then maybe he gets a fair shot from the fan base that it's not Patrick Nick's pulling strings somewhere. My son can actually just ball better than anybody else playing the QB position at this school, right? A, I mean, and, and that's a fair thought. I don't think that that's unfair. The the Where I thought it was weird was they were saying, I don't like the criticism. And it's like, you're going to get criticized wherever you go playing starting quarterback. If you go out there and you screw up a game, I don't care what school it is, how bad that school is before you mm-hmm. got there, how great that school is before you got there. You go to the NFL. If you step foot out there as the quarterback, be ready to be criticized. So if it's just because sure. I feel like he gets criticized too much, good luck. But if it's because the Knicks name just gives too much additional stuff to this, I understand that because that name doesn't have the same kind of whatever outside of Auburn University.
1: But but beyond that, whether Bo leaves or he stays over the past three years, Bo has been in control of all of that based on his play on the field. 100%. That's the biggest. That's the biggest factor in all yes. of this. All nobody of would care what his
0: last name was if he was out there balling.
1: If right. he was out there balling, that there, there would be a lot more praise than mixed reactions from fans. So that that's that's on that's on Bo. And granted, we talked about it. He is the byproduct of poor coaching, and we gave him that. Which is, and we, we gave him. That. We acknowledge he he he. <laughs> That was a big part of it. Now you appear to be getting some good coaching, and it your play, well, look at that. Your play improved. Right. Right? Yeah. I, I 100% believe
0: that if Bo Nix was coached by someone else starting year one, he'd be ready to go to the league right now.
2: Now, yes. If he had yeah. come into a system like this sure. year one, probably given a year to sit, and then come in as a sophomore, play two years, I think... That junior year of him having played a second year under the right system and the right coaching, he probably looks every bit of the quarterback that we thought we were getting when we saw five stars and in, in the the high school championships. Yes, yeah. he needed time. Now, where he is, I don't want to say at fault, but where he and the family, it, it will boggle my mind if they really thought this is too much criticism is, like you said, he is in control of his play. We've seen bad habits from both. Did you did you think because Auburn is home and his dad, this is where he played quarterback, that you weren't going to get criticized for playing right. poorly? Do you recognize and acknowledge that he has played poorly? Or, is, or do you all have blinders on and you just... Th- maybe they thought being here would insulate him from the heat that every major program college quarterback is going to get. You play poorly. Jalen Hurts was a starting quarterback at Alabama 2016. They lost to us in twenty seven, excuse me, twenty seventeen. They were calling for Jalen's job that year before they lost the national championship game. He had never lost sure. a game. They were calling for his job. The next year, when he lost to us in the Iron Bowl 2017, every all of us know if you're living in the state of Alabama, you got Bama friends and family. They were calling for this man's job again. They were not excited at the prospect of going into the playoffs. It was before
1: then. It was before then. B. I knew a few. I knew a few oh, Alabama yeah. fans who who was yelling for Tua even before he got to
2: the Iron Bowl. I, yeah, I've seen. We have seen people call for Bryce Young's job when he is the only consistently good thing about the Alabama offense. Nobody is immune from criticism. Right. That is right. I'm trying to find the words because I don't want to be disrespectful. I think it's mighty smug and a a very overinflated sense of self for whichever member of that family feels like you can play poorly, but nobody should criticize you, point out your faults and how you played on the field. We're not making personal attacks at this guy. We want him to be great so our team can be great. If you can't take the heat, dude, goodbye. Farewell to you. We, we, don't, question, we don't need that. And
0: those are, those are the facts. Yeah. Fair question here from Jazzy Joe. If Bo goes, does DD
1: have the green light? Asking everyone in here. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, so. like Dee, I like his chances now. I'll just put it to you that way. I didn't like them before. Um, yeah, I just didn't like them under the current OC. So I was curious about Davis's future, provided that Bobo remains the OC. Now that he's out the picture... I like I like his chances. I
0: mean, we still got to see who's coming up next. Appreciate you, James Glenn, for coming on board as a member here. Uh, got a couple of more here, Jazzy Joe. Again, do y'all think we hire soon or wait? I think you got to get this out of the way, right? Like you got to try. Like so, he- here's a, here's the thing. If this is a firing, right? Because there's mixed reports as to whether or not he stepped down, or there was an amicable split of ways where they just decided, hey, we're gonna go in this direction. You're gonna go in this direction. It's one of those. We we both decide this isn't a good fit type of thing. Whatever it is, do you fire him without already having in your mind who the next person is knowing that it's crucial that we lock in recruits right now?
2: Right. And that's, so I, I want to jump in here because what I, this is me speculating about college football in general, not, not the Auburn job or any Auburn jobs. Most arrangements when players leave teams and go to other teams, They've already talked to players at their new team. They've already said, "Hey, man, talk to your position coach. Get him to call my mom. I need to I need to know what y'all got going on there. Am I going to see the field?" They do that leg work before they put their name in the portal at their current school. We're going to get some guys out of the transfer portal in the next two weeks that already know they're going to come here and they might not even be in the portal yet. The same things happens with coaches. You saw Lincoln Riley. He made made a statement that said, oh, well, Sunday night, you know, morning, I woke up and they had contacted. Man, stop. USC had called your agent two months ago, and you was waiting for the season to wrap. Don't even Mm -hmm. play us like that. We ain't stupid. So when it comes to what
0: coaches are doing right now. Because he was very intentional when they asked about the LSU job, saying he's not going to LSU. He didn't say, I'm staying at Oklahoma. He
2: said, I'm not going to LSU because he already knew I'm going to USC. But y'all ain't asked me that. (laughs) Y'all ain't asked me about USC. Uh Aha. (laughs) Aha. So so what this becomes then is who all is talking to who. You don't make that move without knowing that it's going to benefit you. As much as Harson might be like, you're not my guy. You're not getting it done. You've got a lot of people to please. So you know you're going to go to your number one running back or... At least hear him out Or his mom Or whoever Is talking to the coach From these players Because you know You can't get it done Without the dudes All right, You're going to say Hey We know you weren't happy With the play calling We're going to make Some changes around here Or Caddy's going to say Hey man Before you make any moves Let's just see what happens In the next week Then they make a move And it's got to be pleasing To the guys That you already got committed To the guys That haven't committed yet That you're trying to get To the guys that are here And you're hoping to retain they have not made this move without some serious consideration on all those fronts. So whoever is next, he has chosen that person at the very least since the end of that game. I don't think this was not a today thing, maybe even sooner. And that means he, didn't, he did not let Bobo go without knowing who the next OC was going to be already. I, I believe that 100. percent
1: Listen, and then this guy's been coaching for years. This guy's had plenty of OCs. This guy knows. he, I mean, and then he has a lot of guys that he hired on his staff already as analysts, people who could be OCs elsewhere, who've been OCs elsewhere. He knew who he wanted to get before he pulled this trigger. To your point, B. So yeah. I, I, I fully, I fully agree with that. That he already had his guy lined up, and is I, I expect it to be a lot like what happened with the D line hire. Uh, When we uh when we hired Eason like days later, like mm-hmm. Harson already knew someone that he had and it wasn't days later until we, we we signed Eason. So I think it'll be a similar situation like that. Interesting thought here from Walt. I've seen a couple of people mention this name
0: killing Moore, on a one year contract with the Cowboys for 72K. Which is, that is serious? crazy.
1: That is that cannot be. If Kellen—listen, if that, Mike I, Bobo I, was getting I'm not, paid more— I'm not saying you're a liar, Walt. I th- you're a good man. I know you're telling the truth. I'm just if, in denial.
0: If Mike Bobo was getting paid more per year to be the offensive coordinator at Auburn University than Kellen Moore currently is being paid to be the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, that feels like a home run hire. Because Kellen Moore is, is a decent O.C.
2: <laughs> this man makes $72,000. Wow. That's That's real. Oh my God! Why is he co- what? what? <laughs> Why is he coaching the Dallas Cowboys not, for? That, this!
1: That that has to be a typo. That has to be a typo. That's wow. Th- that has to be a typo.
0: Oh, Caleb <laughs> Logan, appreciate you coming on board as a member here. This is, I mean, this is all interesting, man. Um, so, uh, Auburn dad makes a good point here. December fifteenth is the early signing period, right? So we've yep. they, if you want to lock up some of these guys who are questionable, um, that are you know maybe on the fence here, we've we've got to know what the situation is with the offensive coordinator and the remainder of who's on that staff. It's going to be interesting to see what the fallout is tomorrow with the people who hit the transfer portal because it's reported that a lot of people are making their announcements tomorrow. Um, I saw somebody mention earlier here in the chat. It's just a lot of stuff is coming here um that the uh it'd be interesting to see now that Mike Bobo is gone who starts at quarterback for the bowl game if TJ Finley is hurt if TJ Finley can't go and now Mike Bobo's not the guy calling the situation who do we start at quarterback during the bowl game so
1: any thoughts on that
2: i mean i would hope i would have hope i'm hoping it's finley i'm hoping finley is okay I want DD. I want DD I, I because okay, so it really comes down to who makes the decision on whether or not to give DD a shot at the backup job once Bo goes down. Was that Harson saying we started the year with a plan? We got an emergency in, in break glass in case of emergency. We got a guy who's been getting number two reps all season. D.D. just hang back. We said next year would be your year. So still just wait until next year. The plan didn't change. Once Bow went down, D.D. still didn't get a shot to even be in the rotation. Yeah, does does this changes a lot though? Let's he should be. He should definitely be in the
1: rotation at the very least. He's got to very me. least. D.D. is starting the bowl game
0: if at the her. very least. Going um, risk no rewards. Comments and says they're going to go after Dan Mullen. I don't know that this would be a popular choice amongst the Auburn fan base. There are yes, a lot of people don't like them. There's a lot of people who haven't forgiven him for starting the it. whole scam
1: Newton stuff. Right? They, they feel like it. I get it. Mullen, get it. He's, he's all of this stuff up. He's dead. To, it, Mullen is dead to a lot of members of our fan base, and I yeah. get
2: it. I get it. I, um, I think how he handled Florida in the last couple of months. I think that probably takes him off out of consideration because he had to, He got paid. He got paid to get fired, man. He, well, he I,
1: think, I, think you, I think you take him as an OC. Head coach, I think he's hurt himself a little bit. I think well, he's hurt he himself. He could still get a head coaching job somewhere, but it wouldn't
0: be another SEC school anytime soon. Gina, appreciate the super chat. I don't know if there was a going to be something attached to this. If you got another comment you want to throw in there, we'll try to catch that in there. Appreciate the super chat, though. Um, man. I mean, can, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Um Auburn dad thinks that Dan Mullen's going to the NFL, not coming to Auburn. Don't want him. He is cancerous and wife likes the play o. Oh. Yeah. Likes the players yeah. too much. I don't know nothing about Dan Mullen's wife and players cuz I listen. Mm-hmm. It's definitely ain't the place for him to come in. Um <laughs>
1: right.
2: Um yeah, and somebody said uh I don't think it matches what Carson wants to do on offense anyway. Yeah, I I agree with you William. I don't think that's the the what was.
1: the uh, offensive coordinator. At Arizona State was Harson's offensive coordinator at Boise at one point. Arizona um, or Arizona
2: State. I saw some people saying
1: Arizona State. Okay. Arizona State. Zach Hill is his name. Okay. So that's that's why that's why uh, they're mentioning his name because he did work with Harson. Again, Harson's got some options. I, I I heard Zach Hill's name being mentioned when Harson got here. Okay. So.
0: Uh, Jazzy Joe says, we are properly pl- playing Texas Tech in the bowl. Start DD against that. Listen, that's be a good warm-up. It's not like they're a defensive powerhouse out there. I'm curious uh, to
1: see if we're going to see some other new faces on the offense, too. Uh, we had, we had a rec- the receiver kid that we heard good things about, but he never saw the light of day. Dawson. 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 Like, I, I, I want to see a, quite a few people. Get some looks in this ball game. So okay, so we got Nick correction out here. Kellen is making
0: two million, signed an extension. Oh, okay. That's still not a huge pay cut, though. I mean, if they were gonna put a a a, a one million, I mean, it's eight hundred thousand dollars per year pay cut. I'm saying not a huge pay cut. As if I was making eight hundred million dollars, I mean eight hundred thousand dollars a year, I would be like, uh, no, cause I'm not taking that much money. It's almost a half of what he's got.
2: Um, yeah, I don't think Kellen Moore leaves Dallas. Honestly, you you're in a better position. He's where you want to be. High profile job, successful. You know, yeah. if you're gonna be piloting in, in offense If he was only making seventy two k though, that would be a. I'd be like, uh, yeah. So somebody come
0: get me because <laughs> this ain't it, bruh. Somebody,
1: um, somebody at the NFL
0: would have snatched you up. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, very interesting, man. Very interesting. People, to people mentioned
1: Jeff Grimes. Um, where is he coaching at? He's the OC at Baylor, I th- think. Hmm. I think he's the OC at Baylor. I know people liked him a lot when he was the offensive line coach here on Chiswick. And he appeared, I know he, I know he was at BYU mm-hmm. a few years back, and he, he was making a name for himself. I think he joined Baylor staff, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I just don't know what connection he has to, to Harson. So I don't even know if Harson is even looking in that direction. At this point, Harson is going with people that uh, that he knows and has worked with and is comfortable with. This is very true. Lawrence Jason Garrett is definitely
0: available right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many people actually no, want Jason. Goodness. I mean, I get that he's a former NFL guy, but uh, he didn't really have a ton of uh, success in the NFL. Johnny B, appreciate the super chat. Harson is going to be gone. Inside info: He doesn't like Auburn. He's unhappy here. He'll be gone this year. I don't know if I believe that Johnny B, because I have inside info that says otherwise. But listen, um, we all know we, a guy, we, right? We <laughs> we all have sources that say things. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't know about that one. Uh, I mean, I do know that he was having a hard time, but I don't know that he necessarily is ready to leave just yet.
2: Yeah. If anything, um, if I had to bet from the moves that are being made, I would say he's actually doubling down and and prepared to make it exactly what he wants it to be so he can be comfortable and have yeah. it going forward.
0: Oh. Uh, a lot of people are mentioning Dale, Dale, Dale McGee uh, here in the chat.
1: Yeah. He's never been an OC though, has he? Oh, that's
0: a good question. When he was at... I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, I'd have to go look it up. I and you know, I, I uh, definitely am not doing that. Let's right see now.
2: this from Chris K. He said, "Do we think anybody else is on the chopping block? Will friend Cadillac? I don't think Cadillac's on the chopping block for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's Auburn. Number two, he recruits really good running backs so far. Number three, yeah. the running back play hadn't been a problem. So right. Um, right. I don't think Cadillac has failed in any aspect of his job, whether it's coaching running backs or recruiting yeah. running backs. So." And the fact that he is an Auburn guy, I don't think he's going anywhere unless he wants to go. If there is a a assistant OC job somewhere and he wants it, if there's a running back coach job in the pros and he wants it, maybe. But other than that, I don't think so. Will Friend is the interesting one, honestly.
0: Yeah, just because
2: um, of the relationship between him and Bob, it's
0: interesting whether or not like Will Friend is under contract though, right? So he'd have to he, all of them under contract, right? What I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, um they'd have to fire him as well. It's not like Will Frank could be like, oh, you let Bobo go, I'm out. Like, he can't just leave. He's under contract. So the new OC would have to get rid of him and not want him on the staff. I agree with what Walt says here. He wouldn't fire Bobo if he was out. Like, I just don't right. know why you fire right. the offensive coordinator and then bow out uh, after that. Right. Uh, Johnny B says, I hope you're right. I mean, listen, I, I I don't, I just, from what I've been hearing, he is committed to be here at Auburn and he, he came here for a purpose, and he has not accomplished that purpose yet. So he is not ready to get out of here. Yeah. Um, let's see. Now, listen, this is 100% correct. Uh, Albie Tiger 70 says, we need a line for the running backs. We definitely need to figure out. And that's the interesting thing with Will Friend, right? Like, he's the offensive line coach. Um, has the offensive line progressed under Will Friend? Maybe not maybe it's a talent situation, so maybe Wilfred can get that talent in right. here and then we can Kinda start to see improvement. Um, but <sighs> the question is, you know, whether or not, I think for the first time, the offensive line that we had with all that seniority on it was being required to do things that they had never done before. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a difficult thing for them to figure out how to do those things. And again, they did, they were undersized. They were, you know, recruited to play this up-tempo, you know, Gus Malzahn on. Uh, pace and space offense, right, that doesn't necessarily fit the three yards and a cloud of dust that Mike Bobo wanted to do. So it is going to be interesting to see, number one, what direction we decide to take as an offensive philosophy um, under Brian Harson being more multiple as we thought we would be. Um, or, you know, this actually makes me a little upset all the prep work I was doing on what the Auburn offense had done this year. Now we don't have the first clue what it's going to be. Now I have to go find tape on who the new OC is. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we'll see wh- how, what direction we decide to take with that. Um, Jazzy Joe says that would be crazy if Harson fires someone then leaves. That would be hilarious. Special team coach needs to go. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I mean, maybe the special team, like uh, the special teams coach was just there though, because what he normally coaches. Like, I think Harson wanted Burt, him on the Burt staff. Watts,
1: Burt Watts is, was a special teams coach. Um, right. He was coaching, like, the—, the Outside linebackers. Uh, yeah, he was coaching those guys. So, I right. mean, you can just reassign that to somebody else if you want to. He doesn't have to—you don't have to fire him. Just reassign it to somebody else. So,
0: who No Chris asked this question about Bobo's son and all the Auburn high school players. We, we addressed Bobo's son a little bit earlier um, in talking about— uh, He was saying before this that he was committed to Auburn, not necessarily to playing for his dad. We don't know how that changes. You know, things change over time. uh, But the initial thoughts for most people are that Drew Bobo is going to remain. The Auburn high school players that had relationships with Mike Bobo yet to be seen. Right. We don't actually know Mm -hmm. yet, but we will see tomorrow more than likely. I am hop jumps in here, says, how many players do you expect to hit the transfer portal? There is no tell. So like. There are names that we can all speculate on, right? But there are some people who we may not have even seen ever, right? Like there were people who hit the transfer portal last year that um, had never touched the field once and nobody really knew who they were. We just remember them from signing day one year and then all of a sudden they're no longer on the team and they've jumped ship to somewhere else. So it's – it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the, the obvious <laughs> names out there are going to be wide receivers like Capers and Canyon.
1: Um, I'll be, su- I will be surprised if I don't see Drayshon Miller's name. Drayshon Miller. Uh, I mean, he, oh, does he will still have surprised. a year of eligibility left? He does. He
0: okay, does. So he, he's got to go play somewhere, right? So Drayshon Miller likely is out of here. The question really for me is going to be if there are going to be any quarterbacks that are in that number. Right. Um, from all indications from what you're seeing from his social media, it doesn't seem like Demetrius Davis is out of here. He seems to be one hundred percent committed to Auburn University right now. Um, but so that would be the interesting question about what happens what happens with Bo Nix is really what's gonna determine what happens with TJ Finley in my mind. If Bo Nix decides he's gone, TJ will likely stay and try to compete for the starting job. If Bo Nix stays, TJ's
2: out of here. You know what? I, I wanna I I wanna grab this right here. Go ahead. All right. So Guys, oh. we need we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> Lincoln Riley had put two Heisman quarterbacks on the field. Was it back to back seasons? Was it Baker and then Kyler? Mm-hmm. Okay. Baker, then Kyler, then uh then Jalen. Hurts. Mm-hmm. All right. They went to the playoff. I don't know if he was I think he was a finalist, but he didn't, he didn't win in. Okay. Hurts was a finalist. Mm-hmm. So I I, I want to talk about how evaluation of quarterbacks works. Maybe not so much of that. That's, that's. If you are at a school under a coach who is good at coaching quarterbacks, has quality wide receivers for you to throw to, has very good offensive linemen, more often than not, if that guy, if you're in that system and you get a full year to start, remember, Oklahoma was very mediocre last year. Their defense wasn't good, which is never good, but their offense, offense was always enough to carry the defense, game after game after game, all right? Mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler being the starter was the first time the offense was not good enough to carry the defense. At a school that favors offense, under a head coach that's great at offense, with skill position that supports great offense. He got a second year, got hype, got NIL deals, got draft hype. And he still didn't play any better and got benched for a true freshman. Now, if somebody who has actually coached multiple Heisman quarterbacks, back to back, put his team in the playoffs, let me see, Baker, Kyler, and Jalen, says that this guy is not good enough, what makes you think here with a suspect offensive line improving but not yet proving wide receivers that this is the spot for a guy who couldn't get it done when the entire table was set for him. Spencer Rattler is not very good. He thinks he is. And so he He thinks that leaving is going to get him something that staying would not. Sometimes the star rating and the hype don't pan out. He's not that good. He's not as good as he was expected to be. So he is going to spend the rest of his college career finding somewhere that he can be the starter and put up some numbers so he can get to the NFL. Maybe, just maybe, Spencer Rattler isn't that good. And if there's anything we learned about our team this year, it's that anything short of an elite quarterback is going to be subject to what's around them in order to produce the best possible offense. Anything short of an elite quarterback. If there's a Deshaun Watson out there, if there's a Bryce Young out there, if there's a who else is it even Sunshine? Even Actually, him. I'm gonna disagree with you on Sunshine because I even- think Clemson just had the table set for him pretty much every year, and the one year that they didn't, they looked the worst. So that that's that's just me on him. But you have you to have be an elite. Rattler. He did. Uh, I will give you that. He did better than Rattler. <laughs> it's got to be an elite quarterback. And that's really, we, we talked about Bo and Finley so much and and we're going through what they can and can't do. But really the question is, whoever's going to be the quarterback, are they elite? Is Bo Nix elite? No. Bo Nix yeah, is not elite. I, I, honest,
0: I'll say this and I won't take it back. I'd take Bo Nix over Spencer Rattler.
2: Yes, I would take Bo Nix over Spencer Rattler. That would be a downgrade to go from Bo Nix to Spencer Rattler. Why would we want Spencer Rattler? We want an elite quarterback, and if at any time we have seen less than elite, we're like, all right, so this guy isn't getting it. What's behind him? It's not because we ever said definitively, TJ Finley is so much better than Bo Nix. No, we have no way of knowing that. And haven't seen him son. I don't think that's the case. All right now show me who else we got, because we have some guys who haven't even seen the field this year. We want to see what we've got, because anything less than elite is not going to get it done here at a place like Georgia, sure. Because everything Mm. else around that quarterback position is stacked to the brim. Bama, this is the one year everything around that quarterback position wasn't stacked to the brim, but they actually have an elite quarterback, so it's able to mask a bunch of inconsistencies. Here, we have inconsistencies at plenty of positions. If he's not elite, we are going to struggle. If he's elite, we could win two, three more games this year. That's completely possible. Uh, Spencer, listen, Spencer is a project, all right? If, you, if
1: you're going to, why would you bring in a project when you can just work with Demetrius Davis?
2: We could have an elite quarterback right now and, and, and everybody wants to jump out the window for people who have not shown well on the D1 level. Big 12 so offenses just, are medi- uh, defenses are mediocre and he can't go to the one place where offense is king? And I'm you going can't to wo-
1: show up there. I'm going to work with the guy who has the, I believe has a higher ceiling and more eligibility. Yeah. We're
0: good. All right. Let's jump back in here. A couple more super chats. Austin Berry Hill, uh, with our best linebacker gone. I hope we can fill their spots there. Yeah, definitely some some f- spots to fill on the defensive side. Best linebacker, best uh cornerback. Um, most tenured safety, all of those things out the door after this season. William yeah. Hallman says, McGee, never been an OC, only run coordinator, would need a pass coordinator. Hmm. Uh, Reggie jumps in and says, Brian Kelly, LSU, next season is going to be crazy in the SEC. Agreed with that 100%. Blake Robinson jumps in and says, War Eagle Fell is glad to be back from COVID and the vacation where I had a sketchy internet with you guys and the TWR family. Coach Brian Harson is in charge, hey, or equal that, to you Blake. as well, sir. Glad you're uh, feeling better too, Blake. Man, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely miss you here in the chat. Uh, risk no rewards says, why even, why even talking Spencer? Because somebody brought it up. Plenty of know. Plain of people. We it's, it's been brought up a lot. Yeah, we yeah. a lot of Twitter. people on Twitter. Yeah, a lot of people on Twitter uh,
1: have been been talking Spencer Browler.
0: Yeah, and, and sending it to us as you guys think we see him in the portal. Uh, yeah, I just I, I, I'm not excited about. I said that in the preseason though. We said that in the preseason, I don't understand why this guy is getting all this hype. We, he hasn't shown me anything.
1: We did a show I th- We did a show over in the offseason during the summer where an article was talking about quarterbacks, and they was breaking them in tiers. Right. I think Bo Nix was like tier five or something right. like that, yeah. and mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler was the lone quarterback in tier one by himself. Yeah. So— People have been loving this guy for a Spencer minute. Spencer Rattler and um, JT Daniels were the two that I was like, I don't know what
0: y'all seeing that I don't, but neither of these guys are super impressive to me that you right. guys keep trying to hype up. But all right, cool. Um, So we'll see, man. Uh, All right, let's uh, see. Let's jump back in here, see if there's any more things out here that we want to discuss. Um, Erica Ratney says, O-line recruiting... Uh. One, the key to our offensive success. Listen, absolutely, offense. The trenches the is how you win football games. For sure, you got to be able to dominate along the offensive line. M- Michigan doesn't have some elite quarterback. You know what they have? Really good offensive line that yep. went out there and bullied Ohio State for four yep. quarters, and they were able to go in there and just impose their will on the other team. <laughs>
1: Uh, You know, from a recruiting standpoint, uh, to Erica's point, uh, I'm keeping an eye on on this Malik uh, Agbo kid, because I think we were competing with him with Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now that their coach is at USC, gives him an opportunity to stay on the West Coast. Keep an eye on on that one. I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out. So, Uh, Let's see. Risk Rewards says, I'd like to see what Bo will do with
0: another year. It'd be interesting. He was progressing, right? So if it's the right type of system and he comes back and he continues to make the strides he had made in the second half of this season, Bo Nix very well could be an elite quarterback before it's all said and done. Um, I, I yeah. liked what the poise that he had started to develop. If you So again, so if we're going to do the whole, you can take first half of Georgia State, second half of Mississippi State out of the, uh, the Mason thing. Let's take out the Texas A&M game and talk mm-hmm. about Bo Nix the second half of this season before he got injured. He looked great. Let's just be clear. Bo Nix looked great the second half of this season. If you remove Texas A&M from that equation, yes, right? Every bit of tape outside of that, you're like, this is the guy that I've been wanting to see. Now, the second half, offense didn't look great, but that wasn't because Bo Nix was just out there horrible. No, no. Um, Wide receivers let him down early in the season, right? He had a lot of drops early. He was a little erratic. You know, the Georgia game, he had some bad throws. He steadily made improvements throughout the year in his poise, his footwork, his accuracy, his delivery, his understanding of what the offense needed to do. He still used his athleticism. I think the LSU game woke him up and he was like, okay, I can't just be a guy back here trying to operate from the pocket. I've got legs. Let's use them, Mm -hmm. right? Post-LSU, Bo Nix looked great. One more year of Bo, I think, would actually be amazing with but, the right offensive mind, or boys. he's
2: yeah. on, he,
1: he's or on him. schedule. He's on right. schedule because, and this, this is why I think it's so weird that they're that they're considering him leaving. Is you did basically what you were supposed to do this year. Yeah, had he kind of re- hurt and he, he had yeah. finished the season well. He could have been on people's draft boards this year, like he basically repaired his image in a lot of people's minds in terms of what he can be as a quarterback. Next year is a year, basically, you're coming out year. You're basically rising up draft boards because you're now on people's radar because they've seen you improve. They've seen more consistency out of you. Right. So, if he comes back and he gets the right OC in, sky's the limit for him. Yeah. Um
0: Definitely. I'll, I'll let you jump back in here. B. Exclusive TV says, I want to see players like Joko Willis and Wesley Steiner in the bowl game. There's a lot of people who have not gotten burned that I want to see play in this bowl game. Um, yeah. very interested to see how some of these young men come in and compete at this level consistently. <laughs> Steiner has gotten some burn already, and he didn't look great. Um, but, you know, hopefully Owen Papo is back and healthy. So with, you know, Papo playing beside Steiner and maybe a Joko Willis in there, you know, uh, Wooten still in there, able to kind mm-hmm. of direct traffic a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, maybe he'll have the opportunity to play a little bit more. It's going to be interesting to see, though, too. And we mentioned this in the last game: how many of those seniors who are going to the league for sure mm-hmm. still go to this bowl game because they don't have anything left to prove? Like, what what else does um, McClain need to show you, right? From an NFL standpoint, like he is that dude. He's a tackling machine. What else does he need to show you?
2: Um, you know. So, anyway, well, You were about to. I don't know if you remember your thought, but if you want to somebody said said this. Um, Richard Montgomery, his ceiling is good. He needs to raise his floor. That's absolutely, absolutely. That is the perfect way of stating it. Quote yes. of the night. With the progress that we've seen in his play this year, it it would be such a shame if he had a court, quarterback that was driving him into the ground, putting him in harm's way. Excuse me, uh, an offensive coordinator that was that was putting him at risk or you know, limiting his creative possibilities at the line by not giving him the ability to change the plays. Gus was the OC in the offense he should have been running away from. This Mm -hmm. one was actually good for him. So to hear that he might transfer simply because I don't like that people don't love me when I play bad, he's cutting off his nose despite his face, if that's true. You got what you needed here. You were being coached very well. Maybe the play calling wasn't great, but the progress in his his footwork, uh putting more touch on balls, you know, shout out to Mike G. <laughs> um, accuracy downfield was improving. His everything was getting better about his game. Right. Staying in the pocket to make a throw and and absorb a, a hit. Everything was getting better. Why would you leave as you're getting better? You've got rapport with these receivers now. Everybody's coming back. I mean Demetrius Robinson ain't not coming back, but man, listen, that's that's fine. We've got guys to come in here. Everything that you needed to be a better quarterback and an NFL quarterback was already in pocket here. So if he is leaving only because he doesn't like to get criticized, um, that is very disappointing. Very disappointing. Very.
0: Yeah. Um Let's jump in here. Grab another super chat here. I'm going to come back to Jazzy Joe's because that's an interesting one. I think uh, risk risk reward says I don't know why we didn't play four tight ends. Um, mm-hmm. You know, listen, there 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 are a lot of questions that I have about how unimaginative this offense was this year with the type of personnel groupings we could have tried it out on the field. You know, you could put some personnel groupings out there that allowed you to be. And I talked about this in the preseason. You know, I thought we were going to do this defensively, and and I thought we were going to do this offensively. I thought we were going to be able to play fast and be multiple just by saying, this is how we want to attack this team this week. We have the personnel groupings to be able to do that. If you want to play big boy football, we can do that. We can try out more tight ends, and but those tight ends can also spread out and go catch passes. So I don't have to pull people off the sidelines to change what my grouping is going to look like. I can keep the same personnel grouping out there, just put them in a different formation, keep the keep it moving so you can't substitute. I thought we were going to do more of that this year because I feel like we had the personnel to do it. Right. Hopefully, whoever the new offensive coordinator realizes, we've got something special here. Let's figure out how to utilize those special talents and skills of people and put them in a position to be great. Um, All right, let's jump in here with the Jazzy Joe wager here. Jazzy Joe says, let's do this. The three of y'all make a prediction on the next OC. And if one of you get it right, I'll super chat $200.
1: Mm. So Jazzy
0: Joe is putting a bet out there and he says, if one of us gets it right, $200. So we just got to put out a name and we'll put it down on record. And uh, if it comes to be true, Hmm. then... um, We'll get that money. Uh, I'm going to jump over here real quick, though. Devin Mingarelli, uh, super chat there. Appreciate that very much. Appreciate that. If there's a a comment here, I'm going to try to grab. Uh, Will Bobo's son decommit? We talked about this a little bit earlier. We don't think he will, but there's no news definitive about whether or not he will decommit. Uh, Walt Taylor says, uh, is adding Jeff, uh, excuse me, Jazzy Jeff, I say Zach Hill, I'll give you my address in check for the
1: checks <laughs> and so while so, he's trying to get in on the wager.
2: So we've got we've got he may have, Kisaw, took, he
1: may have taken my answer.
2: He saw Reader, who are both on staff, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So the I ASU. Really, both, yeah. Um the ASU O C who is, has some ties to Harson previously. Is that what we're hearing? Mm-hmm.
1: He he mm-hmm. was a he was an OC at uh at Boise before Boise. he jumped to Arizona State.
2: Okay. Hmm. I, I think it's going to be one of his guys. I I, absolutely, I don't think it's going to be a Kendall Browse or the O.C. Mullen. It's going to be a Not guy be that Mullen. he knows that he trusts because I think what he's seen is that there are more challenges than just football challenges in that building. And he wants to have people that have his exact vision and that mm-hmm. he can trust to carry out his vision of what the team should be. And I don't think he's going to leave that to chance with some guy just... SEC regular who's been in the, in, in the world of the SEC but doesn't do what he wants to do. So I think he's going to go with one of his guys. So if I had to say, it would be one of those three guys. And who was the O.C. at Boise before he left? The last season he was there. Was that Keesaw? Was, was he the yes, O.C.? I think Kesaw was the O.C.,
1: Hmm.
0: While you're mulling that over, I'm going to grab a couple more of these super chats here. Lisa Wise, some hearing Dell McGee is on Auburn's OC hot list, running back coach at Georgia. Not sure he would. Yeah, he's a great he recruiter as an offense coordinator, but he's the best recruiter in the SEC. He's an amazing recruiter. I will uh, give you that, Lisa. Sir, I see, Sir Ike. Them tight ends would be awesome. It definitely would be interesting to see them try them out in some sort of different formation. Uh, Devin comes back saying, hearing Kellen Moore is a dark horse for the OC job. Um, A lot of Mm. people saying no Dan Mullen. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know. Interesting thoughts out here. All right, you guys ready um, to put a thought out here about (laughs) who you think is going to be the next offensive coordinator? You still got time. We ain't going nowhere. I can grab some more chats here. Damian Fikes, appreciate you coming on board here as a member. And Greg, don't play with me. Auburn Dad corrected me. He has not won. He bought
1: his stuff. That's right.
0: That's we
2: appreciate r- we that. We appreciate that. You need to win. Yeah, you
1: definitely deserve to get stuff. Let them know, Auburn Dad. Let him know what the deal is. Um. Man, I'm just. Hmm.
0: Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out here and say that I think it's gonna be Bodie Reader. I'm gonna throw Bodie Reader's name out there as my pick. That's the potential one. Appreciate the super chat here. You stole my show eighty nine. So I tried to let y'all go first,
1: you man. St- y'all you took. Yeah, I wasn't. i just was I sure. That's a good one. So we need to increase our odds of getting uh, this two honey. So man, I'm not going to say Bodie Reader. I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead. I don't think he saw is going to get it. I think I think he's he's right where he needs to be coaching wide receivers. I like uh, I like him there. I go Zach Hill. Now who, is, who is uh Zach Hill? Uh, Arizona State, Arizona State. Yeah, okay. The former
0: he was a former uh, OC under Harson at Boise before he went to Arizona
1: State. So.
2: Okay,
1: but uh, by the way, when he was coaching past jobs, he, he was think he was at. What school is that? EWU? I'm looking at Eastern his bio. Washington. Eastern Washington. He was putting up some video game numbers. Oh, yeah. They was doing crazy numbers at Eastern Washington for a little while. So that's yeah. not a bad pick. Like, he yeah. he has some yeah, success he, in his... Clearly, he knows what he's doing. That He knows what higher. he's doing.
0: And he's a he's a Harson guy, right? So unless they fill out for some reason, then he's definitely a good pick. Uh, Francis Cart uh, says, do you think the other staff openings around the country shows down are higher? Do you... Slows down probably... Do folks wait to see what happens at Oklahoma, LSU, Notre Dame, USC before signing at Auburn? It depends on how big a name they're going for is what my thought process on that would be. If he's going with a guy that he's got familiarity with, then I think that this is an attractive job to come to the SEC and prove I can put up these numbers anywhere. I don't care what defense you throw at me. Okay, I'll go down there with the big boys and and throw my weight around there. I don't think that... The LSU job is a better job than this one, right? Like, Brian Kelly, I think, is going to have his own picks uh, of who he wants. And I don't know that those people would necessarily be in con- in contest for the Auburn job. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I Again, I think it just depends on who he's going after. So, All right, so Brennan,
1: Brennan Carroll?
0: Brennan Carroll, who is that?
1: He coaches at Arizona. People in the chat has mentioned... Uh... People in the chat has mentioned Pete Carroll's, Pete Carroll's son. son.
0: Okay, uh, appreciate you, Michael Parker, for coming on board as a member of the War Report.
1: Someone says uh, Brent Sanders Venables to
0: you to, to call uh, Mike G and have him put in his pick. We could we we could uh, hold on a minute. is this a deal? Like this happened? Brent Venables is going to Oklahoma.
1: Maybe that's just speculation. I don't know. Interesting. That would I can under, I can I can understand that pick though. Yeah, they've been offense so long. Go defense. Two four seven
0: says that Pete Carroll's son is the leader right now for the job. That's what's what, coming.
2: Okay, from. so what's his
1: name and where is he at? Brennan Carroll. Wikipedia says he is the OC for the Arizona Wildcats, mm. which Arizona
0: has had defen- decent offenses. Um, so you know,
2: hmm. okay.
0: As far as far as those other schools kind of <laughs> taking some wind out of ourselves. Rex apparently not a Mike G fan don't give Mike G any extra time <laughs> I don't know if that means you want him to go ahead and put his pick in and not get extra time to try to think about it or go ahead or don't give him any extra air time I don't know I, I'm gonna take that in the most negative way possible just so I could take a dig at Mike G yeah, and yeah I'm, no I'm looking I'm looking
1: at where they're ranking <laughs> fortunate degree I, I was I had got to 64 and I, I hadn't seen their name Auburn is at 64 in total offense JG oh. is saying Matt Wells to AU. That's the Arizona State guy? Matt Wells is Texas Tech, I think. Huh.
0: Mike G wants Patrick Nix. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? As far as my pick, I'm going to say Dale just to round it out and get somebody outside of the... Uh, outside of the the... What we're expecting just to throw like a little curve in there. If I don't, I have no idea. But I have no idea either. I like the idea of of a uh, ace recruiter on the staff along with somebody so, who knows. So Matt footprint. Wells
0: is uh, co- was coaching at Texas he Tech was, most he was, recently. He was a head
1: coach or OC.
0: Uh, let's look and see. Yeah, head coach at Texas Tech uh, from South Carolina. Went to Utah State. Former
1: quarterback. Um. Hmm. All right. Interesting.
0: And he just got let
2: go at Texas Tech as the head coach. Well, listen, so, we know that coaching at at Texas Tech does not mean you're bad at what you do because the last guy seemed to do all right right now. So. Oh, so Spicy Penguin says he's saying that's the name to watch. Matt Wells
0: was Harson's guest at the Ole Miss game.
2: What if he's been cooking this up for a month? Huh. <laughs> hey man, listen. If if Harson was plotting on Bobo, he's like, nah, i seen enough. <laughs> for the last five weeks, I got a little more respect for Harson. Not
0: that I didn't uh, have it. Try already. to get Mike G before we start figuring
2: it out. All right, we I'm gonna,
0: am I'm I'm you gonna call him C? Yeah. All
1: right. You want me to do it on live, or just jump jump off? I can, no. I can do it on. You you can mute yourself and make sure he's like on the toilet or
0: nothing crazy. Mm. (laughs) Jeff Lebby
2: from Ole Miss. We've seen that out there. The only person who honestly I think makes a lot of sense is Kendall Browse. I think he might be the best OC that's an OC that's not a, a head coach right now. But will he leave Arkansas is the question. Okay, we've got more money than Arkansas. That's number one. For the right price, yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot more money than Arkansas. and That's going to be what holds them back is what they've got to pay assistance and what they've got to recruit with.
0: Levy is being rumored to Oklahoma. Jason Hazelwood has entered the transfer portal. Is that the wide receiver from Oklahoma? A lot of them have. I think it is. That dude is the truth. Is he? Yeah, Hazelwood's a baller, bro.
1: Hmm.
0: Some, um, uh, exclusive TV said, imagine if Gus comes back to take the job. Stop.
2: <laughs> exclusive TV. Hey, hey. Hey, stop it. You you stop it right now. Stop. I don't want to do that. Let's not do that. No. Hey, B. What's up? Who did you say? I said... Uh, McGee. McGee. D- or Georgia.
1: Okay. But
0: we're trying to get Mike G's commentary here. Appreciate you guys jumping in, man. There's a lot of uh interest in this, clearly. Um Nate Carroll is Pete Carroll's other son, wide receiver coaching, coaching for Seattle
1: Seahawks. Um <laughs> Mike says Dan Mullen.
2: Oh, come on, Mike. Read the rumor boards before you make a pick, man. <laughs> you just talk read the room. <laughs> 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 I, I booed
1: him i booed him before i got the phone i was like bruh yeah. word spicy they did
0: just fire chip lindsey pat nicks to troy family reunion. you
1: think
2: they so said it. pat next to troy
0: so okay so let's 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 think about this here so you're saying that patrick Nix goes to coach at troy and then he
2: brings his son there to troy to play for him his final year but do okay. So the only reason I think so, that makes sense was because if you could say, would "Give me the job, and I'm bringing Bo Nix." Yeah, that would be interesting if that was kind of
0: what was. That's like a terrible reason to hire somebody. But, but, but go on. I mean, but if that was what was floating around there in their mind, is like, "Hey, I might be getting a job somewhere. You're, you've done your job for Auburn. Come play for me your final year." You know. I don't know that that necessarily means he's gonna play better just because his dad's the coach.
1: Are you punting on the NFL if you do that? Well, he's gonna. to be on tape. A, he's gonna put a lot of tape. You in. gotta have an amazing season at Troy. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you again: Are you punting on the NFL if you go to Troy? I man, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Tro- it a, ain't like Troy stacked. Yeah, I don't know if that's a
0: good decision for his career. Like I, I understand, you wanted to help your dad out, but if your goal, which he said his stated goal is to play in the NFL, I don't know if that's the place to
1: do. Um, yeah, go off though. Do do what you got to do. But he would ball out in the Sun that. Belt. He would ball out, but like he ain't got no Ooh.
2: talent
0: around him, bro. Right. I don't know about that one. Um, listen, Bo. <laughs> listen, bro. Come on. <laughs> Uh, he want uh, he wants you to do well, Bo. But yes, Bo does have two years left. I keep people keep saying about the COVID year, but I don't think he wants to play two more years of college football. And two years at Troy definitely ain't gonna do it for you. Uh, I am Hop jumps in here said as far as OC goes, how much control did Harson have over play calling this year? Might go a long way in determining who he we go after. I don't. Th- so to say he didn't have control over play calling, I think is a little different than saying he relinquished that control. He can do what he wants to as the head right. coach. I think right. he was letting his coordinators do their job um, mm-hmm. and he didn't like the job that they were doing. Yeah. I don't think Brian Harson wants to be an offensive coordinator. He wants to be a head coach mm. right? because he could just call plays himself. He doesn't have to hire. He could just hire a pass game coordinator or a, a quarterback coach and call plays himself. I think he wants to be the CEO of a major college football program and let let coordinators do
1: their their jobs. And I think what's important to note here is with the play call, the reason why I know it was, it was Bobo is because some of the complaints we were, we were saying has been consistent with Georgia's fan base. So that's why I know it was Bobo. So I, I, and, and I think, and I think from, from hearing, listening to other Boise fans, Harrison likes to let his guys do their job. So I think he continued that here. This is the actual question. Did he actually pick
0: Bobo? I right. don't know that he did. I, I can't think, say with confidence that he did. Yeah, I don't I I don't know, man. I don't know that he did. Uh Chris Long, appreciate the super chat here. I don't know if that meant to have some something else attached to it. I'll see if I can grab it. Jazzy Joe, I think we hire our wide receiver coach to OC if he get it. I want a Jazzy Joe Nose War Report shirt. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, that was ahead. my my other thought was Kisa though. keysaw was going to be my. I was other thinking Kisa. Yeah, so. uh,
1: I was kind of hoping. Surprised, you. Rick says, hoping
0: you. if it's one of his guys on staff. That's yeah. why. That's why yeah. I went with Reader. I like, I
1: like Reader. I like Bodie Reader. I like Bodie. Reader. I like keysaw at receiver though.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, I, I would have been my other choice, but I, I liked Bodie Reader as the, the the number one. That's why I went there.
1: So. You know what? I'm gonna change mine. I'm
2: gonna change mine from Zach Hill to Keysaw I'm still gonna say right. McGee just to cover our bases because we want that $200, Jazzy Joe. Thank you. So, I mean, hopefully we get that.
0: All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. We got we got Kesaw. We've got Bodie Reader. We've got Dale McGee, and we got Dan Mullen as our possibilities out there. Mm. Um, Watch us yeah. all be wrong. Right, and watch it beat Zach Hill, and we just lost two hundred dollars because Caesar couldn't make up his mind. Um. <laughs> um anyway, uh, who is Bodie Reader? Brandon H. asked. He is currently a um, offensive analyst. He's a former offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, though. So um, he was the offensive coordinator at Utah State before coming to Auburn, but he was previously on
1: staff with uh, Harson at one of uh, Boise. So. Um, I'm not. I'm not really impressed. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Caesar said that Mike G really meant to say Zach Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that too after he said it damn well. I should be like he meant Zach Hill. Um. Yeah.
0: That would be interesting. Matt Campbell, um, going to Notre Dame.
1: That'd be
2: good for him. I think. That actually makes a lot of sense. That'd be good for him. Just his demeanor and personality are seem to be a better fit than Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly needs to be running I, I, up. I was very. I'm, surprised. I'm curious shocked. as to how Brian Kelly is going to work at LSU. I was
0: shocked that Napier didn't didn't get the LSU job, or that LSU didn't go after Napier. So, I uh, thought maybe that's what it was. What it, was.
1: It, it it was LSU. LSU yeah.
0: was swinging for the fences. Yeah. Uh, Stuart spicy. Donald jumps in. I've always wondered. Yeah, I'm. I'm about to address that. Mm-hmm. I got it. <laughs> I've always wondered if Boba was hired solely because we thought Stockton would come with him. Mm. Interesting thought. Spicy
2: though. I just gotta bring. Don't burns. you don't don't you dare do? Can don't you, you can, dare, can, spicy.
1: Can we put certain commenters in timeout?
2: <laughs> we can actually. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're a kid spicy. <laughs>
1: we
0: yeah. know you're kid spicy. But Carter jumps in and says, "Do you think we get a five star to commit? I do think that that will happen." Um, but
1: honestly, you know what? I'm
2: not. I, I've been thinking about this since I watched Bama this year. Right, five stars galore everywhere. That we we were the. We weren't the worst team we've had in the last five years because other teams have been worse. We had harder competition this year than we've had in those years. We soundly handled Alabama from our defense, their offense. Our offense did just as much as their offense did. And their offense is littered with five stars all over the place. It's not about the stars, man. It's not about the stars. Is that a good indicator of your potential? Sure. Sure. Absolutely yeah, it is. For sure. That doesn't sure. determine the, the drive. That doesn't determine the work ethic. That doesn't determine the fit and system. And those things are far more important than than what your raw star rating is. Calvin Ashley was a five-star rating by all the services. He he didn't stay on the field at, at Florida AM. Uh Byron Coward was a five-star top defensive recruit in the whole class. He didn't even make he couldn't mm. even get on the field here. And when he went to Maryland, he didn't fare, fare too much better. There's There's something, there's a gap between what potential is and what is actually the case. Once a guy gets on the field, gets reps, feels into his body and what he can handle mentally. Mm -hmm. They are challenged and Harson seems to be up to that challenge to finding the guys who are mentally ready to play college ball the way he wants it to be played, who are going to buy into the physical program that we have here. And then to put those guys in the best position to succeed, it doesn't have to be fives, guys. It doesn't have to be fives. Do you need some freaks? Sure. All right. Somebody's got to be a freak. But you know what? Khalil Mack went to the University of Buffalo. Why didn't we get him? Was he not a five-star recruit? No, he wasn't. Somebody missed. Somebody missed on the dude, man. And he turns out to be one of the, the most dominant defensive players in the NFL. It doesn't yeah. have to be stars all the time. We just I mean, got we look identified. at our backup. Look at our backup running back. Yeah, three star diamond in the rough. He couldn't get an offer at a P five program as a running back.
0: Yeah, we might L- have the you, best. Listen, you, you see how he out there laying laying it down on the uh, kick returns. He probably would have been a good linebacker too. But mm-hmm. boy, it's just hard to bring down when he's out and he's got. He's to a baller. To He's William uh, Pucci says Coach Harson's na- uh, name's new best friend Mike <laughs> Mike Giddens. Says oh, see, if you guys didn't know, Mike they, were, G- they, met, they did they
1: did have a conversation. They
0: they met after the Iron Bowl and, uh, and Mike was yet- hanging around, and they did. If you go, this is not us make this isn't a joke. There's a picture up on Mike's Twitter. He did actually meet Brian Harson recently, and
1: he's yet to tell us what they talked about. So. You know, yeah, he told awesome. me a little bit about what they talked about. Look at this. M-
2: yeah. McCreary was a three-star recruit coming out. He is the highest-rated performing cornerback in college, according to Pro Football Focus this year. Three-star recruit. It's not about stars, man. Uh,
0: my man, Keontae says former offensive lineman Ryan stump Pew is out there. For what I don't know what you're talking about there. Uh, if you're
1: talking about as a possible OC hire, then uh, my friend, or or as maybe I'm gonna, as go a an I'm gonna go with an analyst. I'm gonna go with an analyst. I'm gonna go with an analyst. How about that? Um,
2: yeah. Let's see. But I mean, to 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 answer that question though, we do need some physical freaks because we're playing some physical freaks. But there is a lot of room between you're not good at your position and you're five star. There are high fours, low fours, high threes that fit the bill. That, another great point. Another yeah, great point. Yeah, man. And we appreciate Papo. We, we acknowledge that he's talented. Jacoby McClain was the piece that was missing that got us in the most trouble. We saw one half of he's not there. Oh, yes, he's there. And it made a world of difference, that one dude. And that, that was not Papo that made that difference on the field this year. Yeah. All they right. gotta close strong. Um, I was I was pleased by what we heard
1: coming out of the iron bowl. A lot of the kids that was a good game for our recruits to go to, regardless of the outcome. They they yeah. raved about it and it looks like we improved our chances with some guys who we, we didn't, probably I didn't think we, improved our chances by getting rid of the offensive coordinator
0: that made us look so anemic on offense. They was like, Hey man, I kinda like it here, but uh you gotta get this offense together.
2: He was like, All oh, right,
0: what? Oh, he ain't that. even gonna be here tomorrow, budget. Hold <laughs> oh, what you got
2: next Wait oh, for what you it got? We, Don't worry about it And yeah. hey, he reached Way. back And took the sign off the door This dude Shoot <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta worry about that What you mean It's an empty office yeah. It's been an
0: empty family Nah it, it says <laughs> It says no no It means don't go in there That's mm-hmm. all it that means Do we good man Old uh, boxes James, man Old boxes <laughs> Joe Moorhead being
2: mentioned Okay. I heard them being uh, Mentioned for the The Oregon OC job or uh, he? he's the OC. OC. No, 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 no. no. It he's was the Oregon job. OC. It was Washington, but he didn't get that. Uh, <laughs> Cole Kublick. That's funny. <laughs> Cole Kublick's friend like, of the man. Program, he's traveling, man. talking about football. I think he enjoys his job, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is the big thing for me Cadillac has got to be here, man, because these running back recruits love Cadillac. They love Caddy. Caddy's not going nowhere, man. Uh, that's, that's, I'm saying that's the OC's decision though. And that's why I think it's more likely we promote from within than we go get one of these big name guys from somewhere else. Um <laughs> I gotta
1: go back and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it rolls <his> uh. <laughs> oh, hilarious. I gotta go back and watch that.
0: That is definitely interesting, Scorpio and the squad. Appreciate the um, squad. Appreciate the um, super chat there. I don't know if there was a, uh, supposed to be something attached to that. I'll look and see if there's another chat somewhere relative to it that you meant to throw up in there. But if it's just to toss us a few dollars, we appreciate it anyway. Um,
2: there was so yeah. We we didn't we didn't quite get around to answering because somebody brought it up. I wanted to get to it. So okay, LSU is open. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody I saw somebody reporting in the well, not open. I'm sorry. Brian Kelly's at LSU, but he's got to fill out his his staff. Uh, Mm -hmm. We know Napier's at Florida. Um, Mm -hmm. Somebody reported that Venables is actually somewhat confirmed to OU. OU, right. Which would be interesting, to say Mm -hmm. the least, because that puts... Who who is going to be the new D.C. hire at Clemson? And who's going to be the O.C. at OU? Because they got a lot of guys there, a lot of offensive talent, that they need to try to keep the defensive Listen, listen, that hire at Clemson is important because...
1: That That's defense the
0: that saved defense. Yes.
1: their season this year. Mm-hmm. And that defense, low key, has bailed them out the year before that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that hire that. is going to be really important. Be interesting to see if there are any
0: decommitments coming out of Clemson if Venables is out of there. Right. And how much of that defensive mm-hmm. staff he
2: takes with him. Is mm-hmm. this and the end of the Clemson dynasty? Who does mm-hmm. Clemson pluck to try to keep those recruits? Derrick Mason did a really good job this year. Yeah. A really good job You know who I
0: really want to see Just get an opportunity To go out and shine somewhere man Who's that Who's that What's what's our guy's name T-Rob uh, T-Rob I really just want to see yeah. T-Rob get a chance To go somewhere and, and do his thing
2: Yeah
1: I really do man mm. Jeremy's saying Rumor is Jeff Lebby Will go to Oklahoma With Brent Venables
2: Okay So they got that Filter. Boy, is some. What is with going guys on. getting paid more than Nick Saban? What is Brian gotta, Kelly won? You gotta
0: pay people oh big money. To what is Lincoln Riley won? All right, man. Okay. Says Austin with the super chat here said, I think these next few weeks of recruiting are about to be crazy. We saw, uh, we are probably going to see get uh, get some flips. I trust Harson; he's building a monster. Listen, again. Any rumors to the contrary, Brian Harson ain't going nowhere. He had they're gonna have to fire this man. Yeah. He he fundamentally believes he can come and build a championship program at Auburn University. And mm-hmm. that's why he's here and he's <clears throat> committed to doing that. He is a he in his mind, whatever he's got cooking up is gonna take Auburn to the top. Yep. So I'm looking forward to seeing what his grand scheme is. Uh, my guy Dane,
1: Dane, friend of mine, came a member here at the War Report. Appreciate welcome, you, bro. Welcome. Dane, welcome. welcome. Um, that ain't happening. <laughs> you think they want to relive that? <laughs> That's not happening.
2: That's, That's hilarious, never man.
1: That's Never happening. They told oh, him to never come back after that West Virginia game.
2: Okay. I mean, they didn't retain him at Tennessee. I, when, I mean, he was to LSU. After Florida. you stabbed dude in the back, Florida. stab the head coach in the back, ain't nobody going to bring you on, dude. Like, nah. I don't think he gets another DC job at a Power 5 program, man. He's going to have to go down to a, a group of five. going to uh,
0: hire him at Troy to go in there and uh, be the DC with a- uh, Didn't,
2: uh, what's his name? Just got a job. Rich Rod just took a job. Mm-hmm. Where? I, I heard that. Where? School. I can't remember now. Who was it? Was it Akron? It
1: might Ty, 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 Ty Grantham's out there as a DC. Somebody may snatch him.
0: My guy Dane says Mike Sanford from Minnesota to Auburn as the OC. I'm not familiar with what he does. I know the, the offense was either.
2: a little blab, but they also had some major injuries too. So um
0: would Cliff Kingsbury come back to college? That was the name that was on everybody's lips for the um Oklahoma. I mean, for, for him coming back to coach Oklahoma. I don't see any reason why he leaves Arizona. Arizona's I mean. nine and two right now. He's got his guy in Kyler Murray as the quarterback. There's why would he come back to college? I don't know.
1: Fickle goes right into his office at Cincinnati and does and continues to do what he's doing. They're you know going what? to they're going to the Big Twelve. Yeah, okay. I don't think Luke he's, Fickle leaves. He, he here's he, the thing about like that. after after that. I think that was their way of keeping Luke Fickle, trying to get them in to go to the Big Twelve. So I think I think that was a smart move on Cincy's part. Because if not, he would have he would have been in the running for some of these jobs.
2: I think he's he will be in, in the running for the Notre Dame job. I Luke think Fipple? he fits the bill. Yeah, him and Campbell are kind of a a very similar field, down to earth guys, straight laced guys that I think would both fit well for Notre Dame. They've had kind of like the who's the 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 head of the not the Jedi. That's a good point. I didn't who's think like about the head of the Sith? Was his name? Him. That's who Brian Kelly is. He's like a Sith Lord. <laughs> and he was at Notre Dame, and I don't think they wanted that image. He could do some good things offensively at football, but I don't think they wanted that. I think either uh, Campbell or Fickle make a lot of sense for Notre Dame. I don't know which one of them get it, but I, I think they make sense.
1: That's a good question, Jeremy. I don't know how Rich Rod keeps getting jobs, but I really wish he had gotten that Bama job um, and done us a favor years ago. But what under a bridge? Uh, give Dale McGee, uh, Jamal Cunningham says from
0: Georgia, the OC job for recruiting purposes and purposes and har- Harson be the primary play caller. Like I said before, I, I just don't think Brian Harson wants to call plays. I think he wants to hire an offensive play caller to do that, and so he can run the program in other ways. I think it's a good thing for recruiting purposes, uh, but the question is, you know, I I don't know what Dale McGee wants to do. Like, does he want to be an offensive coordinator? Does he, you know, or is he fine being, you know, a running backs coach? I don't know. Uh, Harson is now recruiting against bigger names, Saban, Kiffin, Jimbo, Kirby, Kelly, and Leach. His OC hire has to be in home run, Michael Parker says. I agree. This has to be, listen, th- th- this job at Auburn gets harder every year, it seems. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. The West was be, already tough. Right. You already had Leach coming into town, Right. You've already got Lane Kiffin here. You know, then the LSU job, you at least had somebody who you could at least kind of win some battles against. Now you go and get Brian Kelly down here. It's just getting harder and harder and harder every year. Texas and Oklahoma come to the league in a couple of years. Two big names, two big brands coming to town. You know, Texas A&M ain't going nowhere no time soon. Nick Saban's not going anywhere anytime soon. Kirby Smart's here. Uh, Napier has, you know, got some head of steam of, with him. He's going to be ten, at ten, t- Tennessee.
1: Tennessee, Tennessee looks like they want on the, uh, yeah. Right. Hypo South States.
0: Carolina's got a lot of energy behind that program now. Arkansas. It's, you know, um, you know, yeah, Arkansas's program is, is looking a lot better. Like, the SEC is not getting any easier. He's coming in at the toughest time you could possibly come in to start this program from scratch, essentially. You are 100% correct. He's got to get this right. It's the, we can't have a, a a a carousel at the coordinator positions here. You need to have some stability for a couple of years, and it's got to be somebody who can light up the scoreboard a little bit. I see. Do
2: we do we ever officially do this? No, to I don't think, think we think did.
1: We didn't. I think you missed that one. Um, well, we mentioned we we threw out some names. We, we threw out some names. Rich cables. Rod
2: to Jacksonville Jack State. State. That's right. That's right. Jack State. Okay. Okay. That's where okay. he's
1: at. All right. All right.
2: Um, yeah, we, said, we 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 did the usual suspects.
0: So, okay. Here's, okay. The here's the thing. I I don't want I don't want to buck against this too much. I do want to save this possibly for Wednesday or next Sunday though because I think that there's a lot of fallout. I mean, we can do a couple of predictions right now, but I think we'll have some more concrete stuff. I want to see who leaves first. And when you say transfer predictions, are we saying like people who we think we're
2: going to leave? Yeah. Yes. I think was, okay, yeah, okay, we yeah, can go yeah. ahead and do Who's that. Who's leaving the yeah. program? Well, okay, um, so now that Bobo is gone, right? Mm-hmm. it's going to come down to who was deciding to keep Elijah Kenyon off the field. Who was making that decision? Was that the wide receivers coach? Was it the OC or was it Harson? Without knowing that it's hard to say whether or not Bobo leaving makes a difference because there may be some guys who say, well, you know what? Robertson's gone. Does. Um, well, no, we already got some guys. We're not really going to get any thinner at wide receivers. So, I mean, we've got we've got a lot of uh, potentials there. I'm gonna go, I, I, I I'm think gonna go with both JJ. And I'm
1: capers. A, I think they're gone. I think
0: JJ Evans may transfer. JJ Evans likely is gone as well. Yeah, I think all I
2: think all three of them are the likeliest.
0: Um, outside of that, I can't really think of anybody who I can definitively say. Again, I think one of the three quarterbacks, if not two, are going to be gone. The only one that I can see staying is Demetrius Davis. He's the only one right. that I th- I think is committed to being here. Um, but if Bo Nix comes back, TJ Findley is definitely gone. If Bo Nix decides to transfer, TJ, it's I think it's a toss up. I think it depends kind of on what happens in this bowl game.
2: Oh uh, well, no, that depends on who the coaches play in the bowl game because they could not even give D.D. a chance and just roll well, that's with. why I
0: said it depends on what happens right well, okay, like if he actually plays and he lights it up then he might be like then Finley maybe <laughs> yeah Finley, like look man I'm not finna sit here and play behind like this kid's got four years of eligibility I'm out
1: right right mm-hmm. um <laughs> Jeremy Redding says
0: JJ J. Evans does not exist I'm convinced
2: um, they I saw him his... on the
0: sideline during the Bama game he was out there or at least there was someone with the last name Evans on the sidelines I don't know who, if that was him, but he definitely only exists in his um, college. I mean, his high school tape. Um, oh, that's a good point, uh, Over Dead. Oh wait, Trishawn Miller can't leave. It'll. He just used his game. one time. And, I mean, That, instant that pass. would be the same thing for TJ as well, though, right? Like TJ Run has more on, eligibility, right. right. So, like, it he can do he he can afford to do that and still get two years to play somewhere else. I don't think Miller can go somewhere else. Um, right. So No, I don't think so.
1: Mm.
0: Um, yeah, the only ones that, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't see a world where
1: all th- we retain all Do three. Do we lose anybody along the D-line? No. I don't, I don't see honestly,
2: why. I would expect Wooden to go. Because it's crowded. Go pro. Yeah, I expect Wooden to go pro. He had a great year. And we showed really well in the last game. Um, I think he puts another year, another game of tape out there in the bowl game, and then Wooden goes. We've got plenty of guys. Um, Lee Hunter didn't see the field. Uh, what's the guy we got from Tennessee after they had to bro- shut it down? Brooks. Brooks didn't see the field. We've got dudes ready to step in, and we still got Caden Story already committed. We're putting pushing for uh, Curtis Perry. Curtis Perry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. Wooden leaves, and then we don't. Gabriel gave. Uh, he got hurt in spring. Jeremy Wright. Jeremy Wright. Wright. Excuse me. Jeremy, Jeremy Wright. Wright. Jeremiah Wright. Jeremy Wright. Thank you. I'm sorry about that, Jeremy. Hopefully, you do watch this. Hopefully, all y'all watch this, man. We, like, we love y'all. love talking about y'all, but he was uh, he was the one person who was slashing hey, the
0: this is, this is tragic, man. There are 700 people in here that have been cycling in and out. We only got nine likes on this video, man. Y'all hit that like button real what quick. Do I have to remind y'all about do. that every video, man? Come on. Yeah, man. we do. We do. Yeah, it's, we do. It's, uh, Y'all are involved in the conversation. I get it. Before you get out of here, before you decide you're done watching us ramble, Go hit that like button. We've been on here for like over an hour and a half. We're probably gonna get out of here soon. But uh Jeremiah Wright coming back from injury. Dylan Brooks still gonna be here. Ha- does Echo Lea
1: still have another year of eligibility yes, with he the does. COVID He's year? He's a sophomore.
2: So, oh, so we lose. Sophomore. We lose TD more than likely. Yeah, TD mostly. Oh yeah, is TD,
1: TD, TD is gone. TD's gone. TD's and gone. I think we
2: probably lose Wooden, but we've got three or four guys automatically. That, yeah, that didn't Marcus play Harris right still got Marcus plenty Harris. of eligibility. Lee yep. Hunter is a true freshman, didn't play, so he's gonna be a red shirt coming
0: back. Dylan Brooks, um, red shirt. You got uh, a couple snaps, but yeah. Jeremiah Wright's gonna be coming back. JJ mm-hmm. Pegues is still gonna be here. Oh, Echo yeah, he's coming. Is still yeah. gonna be here.
1: Yeah, oof. That D line's gonna be kind of nasty.
0: Yeah, Curtis Perry, oof. maybe, you know, if if we can get all things right. Who was the other Ooh, guy goodness. that you just mentioned? Uh Caden Story. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we've got a lot of guys that can still cycle through there. Um, somebody says they see 226. Yeah, you have to refresh, I guess, if you only saw nine on there. I didn't go check. Zikavius Walker, still going to be out there. Um, gosh, who are other guys that got burned a- along that line this year? There's There's a lot. So our there's defensive line, I don't think that any of those guys leave because I think that we play enough rotational players mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they're going to continue to see some burn. Um, it's the offensive line that we, I don't necessarily think anybody leaves, but that I'm more worried about us filling filling
1: in
2: people to make sure From, to make it solid. Yeah. Yeah, the offensive line, Uh, I think we, we talked about this for a minute before, but Brahms was quoted as saying oh, that- Oh, Mella Height's still there. I forgot I about 14. him. Um, That a couple of the guys on the offensive line that were seniors were considering using their COVID year. And yeah,
0: Derek Hall was one of them that was thrown out there that he
2: may come back yeah okay, cool. yeah he could go all
1: could go and you know, i wouldn't be all mad could go
2: Yeah. depending on what kind of grade he gets back hey jazzy joe hey, man don't uh, hold on me, man, let me get that this was other... for you
0: that was for you i did y'all uh want bo to stay or transfer i think it makes sense for him to stay i don't i don't he have a want when it comes to that i just don't know that it makes sense for him to leave
1: yeah right. um, he
0: needs to stay yeah I, I think it makes a ton of sense for bo nix to come back um and, and and finish out strong. Uh, again, I'll say this again. Bo Nix was getting better as the season progressed. It's just going to mm-hmm. take the right offensive coordinator and right system to utilize all the talents that he has. Um, but we've got to get some other guys around him, specifically offensive line, to make sure that we have the right success. Jazzy Joe, I, I don't even really want to read this out loud, but I will because you gave the super <laughs> chat. Her big cat is coming back.
1: <laughs> so That's why you um, did that.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not going to even... I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just not.
1: (laughs) He gone. He he come back (laughs) to get the rest
0: of his things. Uh, If he still has anything here, then I don't know why he left it. Cause uh, get him out of here.
2: Yeah, linebackers are gonna is gonna be an issue next year. We're losing the best one we've had in a minute, and um, there is a guy who just. I'm curious to see what Papo
1: does. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on Papo. I, Papo's yeah. got to come back. Like I just don't know that yeah. he's put Papo.
0: enough on tape to to right. to make an NFL team salivate. Like right. I think he could be drafted or picked up on, uh, as an undrafted free agent somewhere. I just don't know that he put enough on tape to to have a high draft stock. Um, so I think he should come back. Whether he will or not, you know, it's the 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 same question that I have about Owen oh, Papo is the same one I have about Bo Nix. They're essentially the same player on either side of the ball. Yeah. Where the ceiling is tremendous for both of them. They showed flashes of good things and then they showed some stuff that needs some work. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then both of them have injuries that NFL teams are going to question as to whether or not are you the same player that we saw on tape. Right. Because a lot of what you were really good at had to do with your athleticism. So I have to know post this injury. That the athleticism didn't take a decline and we're going to lose some of the things that we really liked about your intangibles that you would bring to our football team. So they've got to put some new tape out there, whether that is combine or senior bowl, you know, something that shows, which I don't think people got to invite to the senior bowl. So I don't think that's even an option for him. Um, you know, maybe he comes back for the bowl game, and he shows I still got the burst or whatever. You right. know, like he's got to put something else out there on tape that lets people know I didn't lose my athleticism. Yeah. Um, so,
2: <laughs> Julia.
0: <laughs> Julia does oh, like man. he, I, he will need a donation from the Knicks family for a, a line of televisions if uh, that happens. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't like people keep saying they think Demetrius Davis is leaving. He said, I signed to the university, not the coaches. Right. Right. Like, I just, I think signs over and over have pointed to Demetrius Davis saying to himself, he knew he, even if we did not bring on Brian Harson, he knew he wasn't going to play this year. Right. Him not playing this year was a given because he knew Bo Nix was the entrenched starter. So, right. I don't think he's, I think seeing Bo Nix get hurt. And then him not getting an opportunity even after that hurt his feelings a little bit. Right. But I don't think that pushed him out of the door. Right. right now, he thinks he has, he is a supremely confident kid who thinks he's got as good a shot as anybody else in America to be the starting quarterback for Auburn University next year. And with a new offensive coordinator coming in, he he's on new level new playing field with everybody. He because he's life. like, everybody got to learn a new playbook. It ain't just me, right? Now, he would have probably had a little bit more of a leg up if we had kept offensive coordinators, but he at least will know some of the staff still, right? Mm -hmm. So he'll be... He'll be here, and I think he's in the mix. Chris K, appreciate the super chat. My bad, pulled the wrong one. Just going to to go dream and wish for Deion Sanders for offensive. <laughs> he's a oh, player. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right. I apologize. Lawrence Papo is a junior. I keep thinking senior, but he and Bo came in at the same time, so he's a junior. So he wouldn't even be that that position. So yeah, I, he's got to come back for another year. Like I, there's no reason for him not to. Um, Landon King reposted D. Davis's story, so it looks like he's not transferring either. I'm thinking it's Evans, Canyons, and Shivers. You think Shivers, Shivers is going to take a covered year nah, and, I don't and think he would go somewhere uh, else? I think he would I go mean, to the pros. If if Shivers plays football next year, I have to imagine he's going to do it for Auburn. He's another one of those guys I just can't imagine not being in an Auburn uniform. uniform. Um, so I would have yeah, told don't, you the
2: same thing about Bo Nix a month ago too. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree, you know, but, you know, listen, I, I think um, fundamentally, if Sean Chivers is his I'm not sure, I'm game, not sure, I'm
1: not sure if he comes back, though. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't, I think I, I just yeah, think Yeah, I think Demetrius
0: Davis out. is still going to be here. Landon King, I never had any thoughts of him transferring. Do we lose, do we
1: lose any tight ends? Shanker. Frazier, Frazier. is going to graduate. Of course Shanker is going, but I'm saying, do we lose Frazier? We didn't see Frazier. We didn't.
0: It's a good question. Does Does Brandon Fraser yeah. go somewhere else?
1: Hmm.
0: Um. So you've got Landon King. You've got Luke Deal.
1: Luke Deal. You've got Fromm
0: You've got Tyler Fromm Um. And then you've got Frage. I mean, with four tight ends is not. That's not a crowded room anymore. Now that JJ McGeese isn't in the mix. Well, we've got Micah
1: Do- Riley Ducker. Yeah. If we got if him, if he coming. stays. Right. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna count him, but. But but that is someone coming into that room, potentially. Yeah, um, yeah we just never heard from Frazier at all. Did, like, Did he even get yeah. on the field this year? A couple of times. A couple Once of times. times. Yeah, he okay. got on a little bit.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting.
1: People saying Shinker may come back. Okay. I mean, listen, he might. But listen, he's
0: a two-sport guy, right? So I think it kind of depends on what happens with his baseball career as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, so Spicy just said, you know, he isn't playing baseball next year and focusing on football, so he may come back. I think he's a better prospect at tight end slash fullback than he is for baseball anyway, so.
1: But, but the question is, depending on who they bring in, is it, how much different is it going to be from Bobo's system?
0: <laughs> Julia is hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, I love you, Julia, so much.
1: <laughs> Ah, oh, boy, that's hilarious. That's less hilarious. Um oh, I'm curious to see. This is how okay, so let's say how how soon do you think it'll be before they
2: announce the new OC? Um I think by the end of the week. Yeah, by the because end of the week. Because they've I got we'll to get somebody. back to recruiting all the offensive prospects before early signing. So it's got to be it's got to be soon.
0: So uh SS Austin says he heard Shivers is going to transfer. I mean, look at the running back. Uh they are still trying to get uh, oh, citizen uh, assistant, assistant, yeah. Uh, and because he decommitted no from LSU,
1: he did decommit,
0: yeah. Oh, listen, I mean, I, I don't disagree that the, the reps are probably not going to be there for Sean Shivers if he decides to come back. I just don't know that you know, if he does, you know, I wish him the best of luck wherever he decides to go. I just can't see it happening, but um, you know, it's going to be interesting. I or, think uh, this is this is uh typed in the uh in the in the 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 mode of what who do will we it see. Be? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. If you are new to the war, listen, okay, listen, if you are just jumping in and you're wondering why you cannot chat, let's go ahead and get this out of the way before we leave up out of here. We are in members only mode. Listen, we want the people who are giving us money to have priority in the chat. There's just wait, like there's 745 people logged into this live right now. Um, there would just be way too many chats for us to, to have everybody. So you either have to super chat or you have to join to be able to chat when we go live like this, um, either supporter or insider level, insider level, we have some additional things that we pop out there for you. So if you guys want to join, we do have all season content. Listen, man, we, this is not limited to when football season is going on. We will have basketball content. We will have off season football content. War Report ain't going nowhere just because the football season ended, man. So if you want to jump on board, The opportunity is there for you. And it's not in you know a yearly commitment or anything like that. It's a month-by-month situation. So um, that's who who we have here in the chat as our our members, and they know how we get down, man.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Did we see Paul Feinbaum go off on Brian Harson? I don't know that I pay attention to what Feinbaum says or does.
2: Paul Feinbaum.
0: So I'm gonna have to go with no. I don't know that even after you said that that I'm gonna go f- figure out what <laughs> yeah. Paul Feinbaum said because I don't actually care. Uh, but yeah. you know, hey, listen, Paul Feinbaum's a guy with a
1: microphone with an opinion, he's entitled to. I love it when people spell his name like this. I love it. <laughs> it's it's great. Thanks, Lawrence. Yeah. Kyle says, Do you mean Paul Feinbaum? Uh, that one too. That yeah. one as well.
0: That, that guy. One as well.
2: She's right. the
0: Jerry Springer of the SEC. Any final thoughts before we get out of here, though?
1: That's a again. I'm going to be interested to see what spring looks like. Yet again, with how this offense looks, so it's it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. Definitely going to be interesting
0: indeed. All right, man. We're about to get out of here. Even though you guys are still commenting strong, um, my wife has already hit me up wondering when I'm going to get off of this live. Uh, yeah, mine, so. mine, mine too. All right, yeah, that's so, all uh, Stuart, I'll let you get Was. last word here in the chat. Uh, would love to see y'all put together end of the year special predicting predictions versus results, uh, <laughs> i.e. five shutouts. Uh, that would be interesting for sure. Uh, we, we, we are going to do an end of the year wrap up show. Not sure exactly how that's going to be formatted, but stay tuned. We have some more stuff coming up for you guys. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we are out of here, man. Uh, As always, we love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all so much. Until the next time, War Eagle, and we will holler at y'all on the flip side. Peace.
2: He gone.